This is Let's Get Comfortable with Jimmy B. Randy, how big are your dumps after these competitions? And Patty Mo, I'm cheeky. Wow. I'm snuggly. Whoa. And I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Headphones on. Pants off. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Here we are. Back. It's Shock City Studios. I'm Jimmy B. I'm Biebs. And we are here with no Patty Moe today, but that's all right. Pat's got some work obligations. You guys are just week on, week out. That's pretty much. I'm glad, one another. I'm glad you're the uh, the gold standard here now. Oh, you know, it's just always been the like vice captain. You've just always got to be there. I like yeah. that, vice captain. That's it. That's, that's really nice. We're we got the main man, Sam Mall, in the house. Oh, Sam. Yeah, he's back as well. He was off last week. Oh, really? Everyone was off so last week. So you had week. Andrew last week? Had Andrew, who did a sterling job. Andrew's a he, he does a does a great job here. He does, absolutely. Everybody over here at Shock City Studios has a great time. Uh, John, I don't know if you guys mentioned this last week, but we are proud to have our title sponsor back, Weiss Comfort Systems. Have I told you about Weiss Comfort Systems before? I, I think so, but I always forget. Dan Weiss over there, mm -hmm. he says, Jim, our motto is, when your family lives and sleeps comfortably, so do we. If you need any heating and cooling, uh, tune-ups, maybe. Maybe you just need them to come check out, make sure you got some Freon. Yeah. Give I don't even know what Freon is. It sounds lethal. It's uh, it's the stuff that, that they cool for air conditioners. That's it. Well, that's it. Yeah. So give Weiss Comfort uh, Systems a call. Uh, they service primarily the Missouri and Southern Illinois areas. Uh, if you mention LGC, Dan Weiss is going to buy you a cup of coffee. This is what Pat and I, we did talk about this last week because we started talking about nitro coffee. Oh, really? Have you tried a nitro coffee yet? Is that like the nitro coffee style? Or no, like, no, no, just it's like nitro. A style. So it's it's coffee infused with nitrogen. So what it does is it's basically, it, it gives it like a foam to Ooh. it. It's delicious. I've not had it's it. It's a cold brew coffee that then has nitrogen pushed into it. Big fan of coffee. Ooh. Um, I had to cut back heavily on the caffeine because I'm 30 years old and I had gout in my foot. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's a good sign. Beer, red meat, coffee are the three worst things for gout. Port. If you ever drink port, that stuff will make your leg fall off. Really? Oh, yeah, legit. I'd like to give it a try. I think it's the, ta is it tannins in wine? Oh, yes, the tannins, like, yes. The tannins, mm. But anyway, yes, uh, so you, your foot nearly fell off, so you cut back on the old caffeine. Yeah, but I do enjoy me like some, uh, just like our friend Dan Buffa, Love me a good, strong black coffee. Oh, I like, I love an espresso. Ooh, an espresso with equal parts espresso and sugar. Yeah, see, I don't screw around with throwing anything in it. I gotta have it black. I mean, sugar to me, it basically, I used to make coffee taste like cotton candy. <laughs> That's awesome. That was how bad it got. Whereas it's like, I love because I get my rush from the sugar, not from the caffeine. Are you so. equal parts iced coffee guy as opposed to, to hot coffee, or do you play it on the season? What do you think? I think if I'm out and about walking around, an iced coffee's nice, but generally I'm a caramel latte kind of guy. Intr caramel latte? Oh, yeah. Mm -mm. 
Interesting. Deliciousness in my face. Sam, is that mic on? Can you join the conversation here? I'd love to get your thoughts on this because you seem like a coffee guy to me or somebody who really enjoys a good cup of joe, as they say. Sam looks like one of those people that judges coffee beans. Ooh. Where he's like, hmm. This are coffee you, bean. Are you a coffee bean judge, Sam? That's a fair... Cr- I do look like the kind of guy that judges coffee beans. <laughs> I'm not, but I I take that. I deserve that. That plays. But there's a lot of great coffee places around town. It, totally did not expect this show to start off talking about coffee, but here we are. Here we are. Uh, and that's why Thanks we're getting... Thanks, Dan com- Weiss from Weiss Comfort Systems. Weiss Comfort Systems, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but are you an iced coffee guy? Black coffee? Hot coffee? No, here's the here's my philosophy. Coffee should have cream in it, and that's it. Wow. That's the story. But cream's sweet, though. If, like, no, I, no not, not sweet. Not necessarily. Sure, sweet. Yeah. Creamer is sweet, though. Oh, uh, well, I don't, I don't, I try to avoid that. I like half and half. Okay. Nice. But yeah. that vanilla, oh, that French vanilla creamer. I mean, that's just like just pure sugar you're throwing back in there. Oh, yeah. I'm bougie. I go to a my local coffee store like every morning and get a nice coffee and a scone. Ooh, yeah. nice. Real. I, bu- I'm. I like could. I could be wearing Uggs with how bougie I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I love. I I do enjoy me a good iced coffee. I got to tell you that. I prefer because here's my thing. Generally, when I have the coffee, I want to just pound it as fast as possible because I'm trying to like wake up. Mm-hmm. And so there's no better way to do that than with an iced coffee. So I made the mistake once with an iced coffee of taking granulated sugar and putting it in the iced coffee. Yes. It doesn't It doesn't well, disintegrate <coughs> at all. David Woodruff on the Facebook Live says, Caramel latte, John is British. Tea, what about tea? Yeah, yeah but tea? the thing is, is that American tea, I don't know. I've always liked coffee. I do enjoy tea, but here's the big thing with it is Americans can't make tea. You just bad is it i mean you threw most of it in the boston swamp or whatever it is boston so, swamp like i just i don't know i'm like i think coffee is more readily available and also this whole bougie tea movement where it's like oh let's have i mean i bet sam has tea bags for day his bed's made of tea bags <laughs> He's like, oh, mm, let me nustle down in this mint if, if i just hate green. that you can't go to the mall without somebody from tiavana assaulting yeah. you. yeah sir have you ever had tea would you like to have tea <laughs> Oh, if I know one thing about Sam, he loves a good tea bag. Oh yeah, good yeah. tea bag ing. <laughs> he really does. Uh, what sucks about this on the Facebook Live is I can't click this see, uh, see more. Oh, so yeah. J Top, I apologize, man. But he says, "Hey guys, here's a fun fact for your Thursday evening: yawning and stretching at the same time is." And it cuts off. Awesome. I can't click the the see yeah, more. Yeah, no, I, th- this happened before until it's you come back into it. Interesting. Anyway, uh, just over on the Instagram live, uh, Gandalf the Gay has joined, and he says, "Ayo, <laughs> so ayo back or Welcome. ahoy is what I've now taken to saying to people when I pick up the phone. Ahoy. Well, I found I, this out. I don't know if this is factually true or not, but hey, I'm going to run with it. Dude. Uh, when they invented the telephone, they decided they needed a way of answering the telephone to make sure the line was working. And the two things they were going to go with were either hello or ahoy. Interesting. So now I've just taken to saying ahoy to people. I do notice, and I, I actually appreciate I look forward to this every time I'm on the phone with you. You always end the call with, uh, cheers, man. Cheers, man. Or I love you, bye. Which I do to clients sometimes just to see if I can. Just, just... to see what happens. But also, if you say it quick enough, people repeat it back to you. <laughs> yeah. So if you say love you, bye, people go, love you, bye. And it's like, <laughs> good. I good. think that's interesting. 
Yeah. J-Top, uh, his, his thing with the uh, yawning and stretching at the same time is actually called panticulating. I hate it. Yeah. Yawning and stretching. I thought you uh, always yawn and stretch. Any idea what the character count is on FB? I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's a character count. I think it's just I can't click to see more, so... It is what it is, but uh, would you guys like to get comfortable up in here? I'm wearing my bird dogs, so I can't really take them off. I'm, I'm really lucky. I actually was wearing bird dogs, and I thought, pretty sure Jim will be wearing his bird dogs, and we can't have both of us not getting comfortable. Well, let's get show. comfortable up in here, man. Yeah. Nice. Got to get these pants off on here. If you're just tuning in, which you're probably not just tuning in, but let's get comfortable. We take our pants off on here. We get our pants off. We get comfortable. We sit down and we have a wonderful conversation over some lovely drinks. That's really what we do here. John is taking his pants off. I'm wearing my bird dog shorts. Uh, shout out to bird dogs, free plug. Uh, but they have built-in liners, so you can't, or else I'd be sitting here down. with total twig and berries flopping around. And we're back down. I, uh, I'm wearing my, uh, my airism boxer shorts, which makes it feel like I'm not wearing any boxer shorts. Interesting. Which I had to double check before I took my trousers <coughs> off whether I was actually wearing boxer shorts or not. J Top on the Facebook Live. Check us out, Facebook Live and Instagram li- uh, Live, guys. We love to hear from you. Ask us a question, any question you want. Uh, J Top, how do you like them bird dogs? I don't know if you've listened to the past few shows where we've talked about these, but I could not endorse a product more than bird dog shorts. I'm. I- I'm going through these things of reading a lot of reviews on products before I buy them because I'm looking for the best. So, I mean, most of my Google searches are the best socks, the best underwear, the best toothbrush. Uh, And most of those I've found now. Sonicare toothbrush? uh, I actually went with... Yep, can't even remember the name of it. I'll remember that for next week. Yeah, please maybe, do. Maybe Burst is the name of it. It's the one on the Facebook ad where they're brushing bits of corn and stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got one of those, huh? Got one of those. I was like, I sold on the ad. I was like, well, give this a go. Let me know what you think. But I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll tell you in about 30 years when none of my teeth have fallen out or all of them have fallen <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly. What do you say we get into our drinks, drinks of, of the, the show? show. Uh, you said you wanted to go first. I want to go first because mine's more of a psychological experiment. I'll take it. Okay. Well, um, while okay. John's grabbing his drink, I just want to add that I've uh, I've I've been drinking every day since last Wednesday. Well, um, you might like this. Now, this might not be part of the rules of the show, which I'm a little bit worried about. It's okay. I kind of broke my rules too. So fantastic. Well, a friend of mine works for this company, and he's been doing a sterling job running around. Sterling. Sterling job, and uh, it is. The Wellbeing Brewing Company. This is a non-alcoholic beer. Wow. Which I thought, if we're going to do a beer, let's do an and. The reason is, I have actually tried this before. But, uh, and I was more amazed. I've done it again. I've brought a bottle without a bottle opener. Does anyone have a lighter? Actually, a piece of paper. I'm going to do a trick. We did it. Oh, we've done it? Yeah. Uh, Have I done this already? Did Sam you, probably has something awesome. Sam, yeah, here oh, Sam's got oh. that really cool thing. this thing that looks kind of like a monkey, and you can measure stuff with it. Yeah, yeah. Monkey you measure. You measure stuff. It's a bottle opener. It's like 75 different tools. If you combine it with your old debit card, you can prop your iPhone up on it and watch YouTube videos at 2 a.m. Just incredible. Yeah. Fantastic. So anyway. You, you've brought a, a... So it's... it's. I mean, what they do is they make a beer, and then they pull the alcohol out of it. So it's got like 0.5% ABV on it. Um, wow. 
They're new. They're, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's from St. Louis, but they're, they're great guys. I saw them running around at the weekend with the whole in lieu fest thing, and they were handing out free beer to people. Contains um, less than 0.5% alcohol. Yeah. So Interesting. Uh, but yeah, the first time I tried this, I was not drinking at the time, and a friend of mine, Tom Halaska, who works up, at, uh, up in the Grove uh, and is the marketing guy for this, uh, gave me one, and he was like, just try it and tell me what you think. And yeah, after yeah. three of them, I had a bit of a buzz. Like, yeah, like that was what was weird about it is it tastes so like, you know, most of those non-alcoholic beers. Yeah. Let's try it. And then why don't you tell me what you think? I got to tell you, you're not intimidating me by this as being your friend's company. I'm going to give it an honest score. No, no, no. Oh, no. 100%. Cheers. Mm. (laughs) Oh, damn it. I'm going to get pulled over on the way home. (laughs) Sir, were you drinking? It was (laughs) non-alcoholic. I swear. (laughs) That is not bad. If I were going through a phase of, well, hopefully I'd never have to do this, but if I were going through a phase of not drinking, but I still wanted to have like a beer, this is a pretty good non-alcoholic beer. Hellraiser. That, my thing is, is that most of those other non-alcoholic beers are kind of has an empty feel yeah. to it. It's like, uh, not you're just making yourself full. <clears throat> yeah. And it's kind of like, well, this is all pointless. Whereas this is actually, a, in my opinion, a pretty tasty beer. Yeah, for a non-alcoholic beer, this is pretty damn good. Um, I'm going to go with a 7.6. Okay. Um, it's good. Honestly, if you if you hadn't if you didn't tell me there was no alcohol in it, I wouldn't know. That that was kind of my point. It's like I think there's the psychological thing. If you could drink six of these and kind of be like, oh, I'm and you a know what? Bit hazy. Even though it's a dark amber. Like, I feel like I could drink 12 of these. Mm. I think that's my other thing as well. It's it's not too hoppy. It's got that kind of, that bite to it, mm-hmm. but not. Malt beverage. What do you go? <clears throat> I'm actually going to go less than you. Wow. I'm going to go for a, a, a seven, mainly because of the hoppy flavor. I'm not a big fan of the hoppy flavor. Even seven. Um, so an even seven. I mean, is that maybe a 6.9, 7.1? is sex, so you can't go, can't. this is definitely yeah. not sex. Yeah, this, don't this beer fucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll go for 7.1 then. Okay. I think I'm going to go for. Sam, um, what do you give the Hellraiser Dark Amber Non-Alcoholic by Wellbeing Brewing Company? I think I give it like a, like a 7.2 or 3, somewhere in there. I'm with okay. you guys. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. I would drink it. It's not exactly cold. I feel like it would be better if it was chilled a little more. Yeah, yeah sorry. You gotta work came, on the cold drinks, came, John. It came yeah. straight You're off the shelf. Welcome to America, okay? <laughs> Look, I don't walk around with a cooler in my fucking car, you lunatics. What but I it do. does say this definitely uses the marketing tool of going for the classic American male that like buys a razor because it's a stealth razor. Totally. It says, we use the latest in brewing technology. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you've sold me, and my penis is a little bit hard. Ooh. So to uh, ever so gently remove the alcohol from our fully finished craft brews, so gently, in fact, that the brew rarely notices. When we're finished, you have a true-to-taste brew that is non-alcoholically delicious. Brewed in Maryland Heights, Missouri. Yeah, pretty damn good. good. I like it. I like it, too. Uh, solid, solid play, yeah. but we do have to chug these. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we'll, Why don't we just chug all of them? Because you can't get drunk off them. Yep. Let's try to get drunk off of... So, uh, it's part of the show. My dad 
uh, went through like, I don't know, maybe six to eight months of not drinking, uh-huh. but he was drinking like non-alcoholic stuff. And I'm like, dad, you can't drink like 12 non-alcoholic beers. Like try to get, that's not the point of the non-drinking thing. Like, <laughs> I'm tricking the system. <laughs> right, exactly. But like he was drinking this wine called Free. That's non-alcoholic wine, uh-huh. which makes no sense to me. It feels like that's just grape juice. I've never actually yeah. had grape juice. I think that's an American thing. Is that an American thing? Grape drink. Grape so. Yeah. This is this is not bad. It's not it isn't bad at all. And especially if you are doing the whole non-alcoholic thing. Now, the other thing they were telling me about this just as a side note Ooh. is and I don't know if this is actually going to happen or just like a concept, but I like the concept even if it doesn't happen. Is that obviously they pull the alcohol out. Then Where they can distill. Well, no, then they can distill. That's so. That's it distilled, and then they can make gins, vodkas, whiskeys. Ooh. Part of the show. Um, so they make gins, vodkas, whiskeys with it. So the idea is, you can go out and drink, and you can have a beer that's non-alcoholic, and do shots of the same alcohol that came out of the beer what? in a different thing. So it's beer in a shot, but you don't get hammered doing it. I like it. I like the play. Yeah. That's Wait, so- I don't think I get the point. <laughs> Where you buy two drinks, you get two drinks that they get they get to sell. Yeah, and you get half as drunk. Uh, David Woodruff also saying, and sorry, David, this it's screwed up, man. We can it's like getting cut off. Tell him to send me send it to me in a text. He says John BB is correct. Ahoy, hoy was Alexander Graham Bell's preferred way to answer the phone. Uh, Part of the show. And he definitely said some more stuff there that I can't read, so it sucks. Well, he can uh, throw it in a text message to me. I'm sure it'll pop up, and I can read out. Because David is filled with fascinating facts. Oh, yes, absolutely. He's got great facts. Good facts. Um, I have a drink to give to you. Ooh. And I bought this drink under the assumption that we were going to try to have the Matt Carpenter's salsa. We were going to have chips and salsa. We were going to review it on the show. And what happened? They sold out by noon. Didn't one Damn. of them sell out and by then, 9 a.m.? So then I was like, all right, I'll try this one over here on Grand. Surely they're going to have the salsa there. They sold out by 9 a.m. So this is like, I saw the video where he was sharing this with like one Matt of the- Adams. No, uh, no, one of the blues players. Oh, Tarasenko, like, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, here, try some of this salsa. Hopefully it'll bring you a cup this year. And- then, so, I mean, it's just a big PR thing to sell. Oh, it totally is. Like, does Matt Carpenter's family own a salsa farm? No. Salsa I, dancing And classes? I don't even think they probably even asked him if, like, hey, what's your, what do you put into this salsa? It was Schnooks brand salsa. They took that sticker off. They slapped it. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty I, genius. I agree with that. Okay. So, I have for you, since we, I thought we were going to have a little Mexican fiesta, Hello. salted lime Kolsch. I mean, I have no response to that. I don't know what it is. It's some sort of beer, right? It's uh, by 4204 Main Street Brewing Company in oh. Belleville, Illinois. My hometown. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Well, let's give these. What is, for, what is? Do you know what 4204 is? Is that the? It's the address of the ah, brewery. brewery. You look very unhappy about this. You. No, I'm happy. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. It's a cool can. Uh, it's got this lady's face on it. It's like super fucked. Um. Salted Lime Coal. Our Salted Lime Kolsch is a celebration of German and Mexican influences. Fresh lime and sea salt, crisp and clean, and perfect for the summertime heat. Uh, 
Again, this is uh, 4204 Main Street Brewing Company out of Belleville. The Salted Lime Kolsch. Let's give this thing a Wow, look at John. He's just so peeling the label off. This is what I'm curious about. It's like how many people stick these... Sorry, I've just... To people listening to this and not watching, I've just torn what I thought was a printed can. I just pulled the label off it. Yeah. But I'm just curious how many people just put stickers on cans now rather than get them printed. Probably a lot of the smaller microbrewery places I mean, it do. makes sense that you buy, you know, 18,000 cans and then you can put whatever stickers you Have you, you noticed that on. a lot of forehands cans, like the citywide cans, I think, have that that same sort of feel where it's like oh, you totally. can feel that ridge there. Yeah, like so they, because that's, yeah. but that's how they sponsor the citywide, like they do the citywide pride and citywide Lou Fest and all that sort oh, of stuff is they, st- they throw another sticker on it. Yeah. Oh, so. sense. Whatever, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't no, drink just, what's yeah, in the just, fucking can, John. God. I was interested if there was going to be something underneath the sticker. Sorry, I just... What if it was... Know. Dude, uh, what if it was just the same label and printed, and it was like, yeah, we printed it, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fuck you. That's a good yeah. call. <laughs> Sam is also saying, it's for recycling purposes, you monster. <laughs> Sam Brayer. What... Why? Why? Gonna, but surely then you're going to get all these stickers which are going to go and suffocate dolphins. Or maybe dolphins are like, oh, bro, look at my wicked cool tattoo from 4204 Brewing Company. I really don't care about the planet, so let's just keep drinking I this. Dr- yeah, I can't be bothered. <sighs> Interesting. Mm. I don't know if I like it yet, but I'm going to go for another taste. The 4204... Salted lime. I'm not getting any salt or lime, really. No, and it's so far the other way from the well-being. You know, like it's got. It, I can definitely taste like the Mexican influence in there. It tastes like a <laughs> what? It's what it says on the can. It tastes like a like a Dos Equis amber. There's so much happening in the flavors that I can't. It's like every time I. I just keep tasting more things. I'm like, was that an apple? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard to assess. I also, it feels like it's flat. Yeah. Not a lot of bubbles. Yeah. Carbonation. Yeah. And I've I noticed like, that with their beers before, actually. Really? Yeah. You know who else is like that? And zero disrespect to them, but Civil Life. I love Jake Hafner. He's great. Shout out to Jake Hafner. We've had him on the show before. To smack grad, wonderful guy, great family. But for some reason, I just, I'm just i not a huge fan of their beers because I feel like they just taste like flat. I wonder if that's like a, a thing that you that is intentional or... I mean, his... I, I think it must be. I mean, if you, if you, when you meet brewers, like, yeah. they do everything so specifically. They know what oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, there's no one that is like, oh, well, now we have like, 9,000 gallons of flat beer. Right. Well, it's just Mark, is it? <laughs> I mean, not, everyone, not everyone's everyone. Steve Jobs. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we wrecked the phone. But yeah, I, use it differently. I, I do know with Civil Life, with him specifically, like, he had this other job. I think he was doing, he was like a wine, he had a wine bar, I think. Uh, maybe Sasha's, I don't know. Um, but he, like, took a year off and, like, went over to Germany and, like, did all these different breweries and like learned from these people uh, and uh, part of the show part of the show thank you and when he came back like I, I feel like he's just trying to get the most authentic representation of beer yeah because I was in there once drunk like being a jackass and I was like dude give me the hoppiest beer you have like I, I haven't found a hoppy and he was like 
we don't do happy beers. Like that, that's just like a thing that, yeah, like we did Americans. Yeah, yeah. like they don't have like double aged hoppy bullshit fucking <laughs> beer over there. It's like yeah. let the ingredients speak for themselves. You cock. So that's yeah. I think like, I uh, I actually went to Natasha's on Grand the other day. Free plug, and uh, they had a a gin tasting event. Really? Which was fascinating. I've never drunk gin straight, but I'm there drinking uh, 10 different gins. Whoa. And then each one's got like different flavors and stuff like that. But the good thing about it was it wasn't just some kind of like hoity-toity bullshit where you're like, oh, let's all stand in a set. Like people were telling you why certain things tasted differently. Oh. And all of the distillers were talking with one another. So they were like, oh yeah, you guys do this, don't you? Blah, blah, blah. So they all understood what each one was doing and why certain ones tasted differently and things like that. That's interesting. Um, it was really fascinating. And it was James Bond themed. So Oh, they're right up yeah, your alley. Exactly. So that's I, fine. I have a friend uh, who, shout out to Chase, Ben Weiss, uh, son of Dan Weiss, Weiss Comfort System. Oh, there you go. Like, Full circle. Um, who is now on this tequila kick. And it's not like bullshit tequila. It's like the expensive stuff that he yeah. drinks on the rocks. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. And then I tasted some and was like, this is fucking awesome. That's the thing is I think we're all like told, <clears throat> not told, but we all start by drinking shitty vodka, shitty gin, shitty beer, shitty, beer, shitty tequila. And then all of a sudden someone comes along and they're like, oh yeah, drink this vodka straight. And you're like, you're crazy. And then you drink and you're like, Oh, oh yeah. This is really nice. Yes. And it was the same with gin the other night. Like, <clears throat> I've drunk good gin before, but I've never drunk it just straight and sipped it as well. Like, you'd like, you definitely don't do shots of gin. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, that's a just a head wrecker. Isn't uh, that uh, the gin room? Isn't that her? It's like Cafe Natasha's, right? And then the gin, the gin room. room. I think it's, it seems like when I went in there, it's all one building yeah but i think i think it's like cafe natasha's that's what they, she calls the bar yeah so i think no you go through the gin room is where you walk in there's yeah. all the gin on the wall uh -huh. and all the tonics and stuff and Ooh. they make all their own tonics and stuff have so. you ever been to nadine's gin joint no down soulard uh -huh. no i haven't it's uh across the street from uh mcgurk's and like one block down <clears throat> Wonderful food, tons of gin. I I I like a good gin. I mean, I like gin and tonics, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But it was because from a very young age, my dad used to make me make them for him, and I had to learn what it tastes like. So, at six years <laughs> sure. old, I was testing Son, gin and tonics. Give me another one. Fill yeah. yourself up. Yeah. That one was too weak. Taste it before you give it to me, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I very much enjoy a nice gin and tonic. That's nice. I think I like Bush beer because I used to do the same thing, like get a beer for my dad or beer for my grandpa or something like at a function, and I would always open it up first and like take a drink and then give it to him. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good. Bush Good. beer. Bush beer. I do like that uh, you can go to Peacemaker, probably the most expensive fish restaurant in St. Louis. Never even. been. No. You should go. It's very expensive. For that reason, I've heard that. Well, they yeah, they fly they fly <coughs> in fresh fish from coast, New east Haven. Coast. Is that on the East Coast? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they fly it in from there. And uh, But what I like about it is that you can sit there with uh, a Natty Light in a can. 
so it's not swanky it's very down to earth that's but cool it's it's expensive for a reason not you know yeah because of the uh you know are you paying like five bucks a can for the, for the no light? no the nanny light <laughs> yeah. was super cheap but the food oh, nice. is insanely expensive huh. yeah I've noticed that with the, you know, trying to eat a little healthier these days and all that kind of stuff. My favorite, my new favorite spot, you know, is Revel Kitchen yep. in uh, off Hanley in like Brentwood area. Mm-hmm. And God, I, I don't think I can ever go get out of there like less than 30 bucks, uh-huh. but you're paying for like quality food. Yeah. So I get it and I totally pay for it, but. Maybe that's why it's like we're paying for the overnight flying of the fish here. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're, yeah. Buying not, a, you're buying a fish at plane ticket. I mean, exactly. It totally expensive. is. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty and, much it. And that's that's the thing, which is why I'm kind of always a bit weirded out. I I love this place, um, Free Plug <coughs> Broadway Oyster Bar, mm-hmm. but I'm very curious how their oysters are so cheap. Yeah. And is that going to get you radio one day? I've never crushed oysters at Broadway Oyster Bar, and I'm actually a fan of oysters. I do I'm, get their muscles. I am not a fan or a hater of uh, oysters. I just, I'm kind of indifferent. I'm like, if someone's got them, yeah, I'll eat I some. I respect sure. that. I think we need more of that. We need more of people who are not, who don't have to take a really strong say and they can just say, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. About everything. Yeah. Just, well, the, no, not everything in life. I think you need different, but you should have a strong opinions about something. Yeah, yeah. Like fruit. Fuck fruit. <laughs> All fruits. No, I don't think that's the point I'm making. <laughs> what is it? You or Pat that hates runny eggs? Me. You hate runny eggs, so they've just got to be cooked all the way through. Yep. No Either scrambled or hard boiled was the only way, or like a fried egg, but it better be cooked all the way through in the middle. So no runny runny yolk. Runny yolk, and I will throw it in the trash. Really? Yep. That's so weird. I want my ro- my yolk runny, but I don't like it when it's not cooked enough that that like white gel on top. Is, oh, yeah. Like that's got to get cooked. Yeah, because then co- it's just partly raw. Yeah, the cook it totally. in a frying pan with the lid on. <clears throat> that's how you fix that yeah. problem. I, I nice. will never do that. But I I, I will make you some scrambled eggs that are semi runny, and I think you'll like it. I won't eat them. I can tell you that like there's things out there that I don't like that I will be eventually probably just try. Uh-huh. I will never, never do that. Is it just like, is it? To me, it's a liquid chick run, running all over your plate. I mean, well, you've just basically baked a chick. I'd rather, it's the consistency. It's the texture thing for Fair me. Fair enough. Liquid um, chick. Yeah, I know people that hate avocados because of the texture. I'm like, you need to grow up. Yeah. Avocados rep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Especially I smashed this. Oh, um, well, I did realize that your daily intake of fats should be half an avocado, holy which is crap. where I think I was getting it wrong before because I was <laughs> having four avocados yeah, yeah. and being like, this is all fine. It's healthy fats. Nope. Totally. Completely wrong. I mean, that was also going hand in hand with, I mean, let me ask you this question. When, or actually, I'll ask Sam because you and I are healthy eaters. <laughs> I mean, we eat a healthy amount of food. Yes, oh. yes, yes. So, <laughs> so the other meaning of it. <laughs> yeah, the other yeah. meaning of healthy. <laughs> I was Not like, uh, Sam, if you're cooking, uh, say, a spaghetti, mm-hmm. how much spaghetti would you use for each person? If you're cooking for yourself, in a box, how much spaghetti would you use for yourself? Like, well, I mean, I always cook the whole box. Same. And I'm because I'm a answer. leftovers guy. Oh, see, I'm totally. not a leftovers guy. Really? So I'm a cook the whole box, eat the whole box, oh. pass the fuck out for three hours <laughs> yeah. because I'm in some sort of like food coma. Mm-hmm. 
And then I come back around, I'm like, oh, I did not need all that food. Yep. It's like that. That's how I used to make it would be uh, spaghetti a or linguine because linguine, linguine is the rich man's spaghetti fact. <laughs> and then three cans of tuna mixed into that. Oh. Ooh, yeah. You lost oh. me there, bro. Why? Yeah. I love it. Like pan fried tuna is like even out of the can is delicious. But get the tuna that is put in olive oil. Fact. I'm just giving you facts right now. You can't just yeah. say fact and then it's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's science. It's science. Yes, yes. You'll understand it. Don't worry. Uh, so some. how often in, I'm going to have a story to back I'm going to ask a question and then I'm going to have a story to back it up. After working in a restaurant for, you know, nine years or however long I did, I never send my food back ever. Mm-hmm. And like, even if, like if, Maybe if it's a expensive steak and it hasn't wasn't cooked the right way, I might be like, "Hey, you fucked this up" or something. Other than that, I'm, if I order something and I don't don't like it, like that's on me. I fucked up ordering it. I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, I don't like this, so bring me something else." One time I did that. I was at a rehearsal dinner for one of Colleen's friends, and you could get the fish, the beef, or the pasta meal or whatever. So obviously, I went for the beef, and it came with a side of fried rice. And I was like, fuck, yeah, this was at Tavern in, off Tesson Ferry. And it came out with a, like, sunny-side-up egg on the mound of fried rice. And the server, everybody who had the beef, the server set it down and then took the knife and put it right through the runny egg. <laughs> so it spilled all over. Because I was going to be like, and nope, putting this away. <laughs> He cut it for me when he put my plate down, and I looked at him. and I was like, "I need a new plate, dude." And he was like, "What?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't want this egg on." I didn't know there was this egg that was going to be on here. You just popped the yolk all over my plate. I can't do this, dude. And he was like, "Okay." And that's the only time I've ever like legit fair. sent my shit back. That's how much I hate. Running but I think out. if you hate it that much, I think that's a fair. That's a fair thing. That's it. I mean, how fancy of a restaurant is this place? Pretty fancy spot. Yeah, the Where tavern. The tavern. There's two locations. This one is in uh, right off 270 and Tesson Ferry Road. <sighs> I feel like if it's like a serious fine dining experience, then you got to trust them a little bit. But if it's anything less than that, then don't pop an egg on rice because that's yeah. not conventional. Don't pop your egg on my fried rice. But it's egg fried rice, so it probably would cook the yolk in it. If the rice is hot enough, then the yolk will cook inside it. I see what you're saying. That's on that. probably the idea. Big fan. But the rice would have to be baking hot. Yes. For them to do that. Yes. Huh. Uh, speaking so. of a place that doesn't have fried rice, Cafe Piazza, proud sponsors of oh. Let's Get Comfortable. Get some pizza in your life. Go down there. They got awesome orangini balls. 1900 Arsenal here in St. Louis, Missouri, right across the street from the brewery and Gus's Pretzels and crush it. Best ranch. Jim, what is orangini? Orangini. I don't know what the hell that stuff is. <laughs> I asked this question last week, but first of all, thanks for the question. It's but, fantastic. And I'm going to tell you what it is. Do you like risotto? Yes. So arancini is risotto, cooked cooked risotto that they take, they mix it with cheese and everything, uh-huh. all these different spices and whatnot, and then they freeze it, and then when you're ready to make the arancini balls, you take an ice cream scoop, scoop out a ball plop a piece of mozzarella cheese in the middle, 
form the ball again, and then you bread it and deep fry it, and then you eat them with uh, marinara sauce. Oh, that is yes. different than I was envisioning. That's what it is. Sometimes they have meat. Sometimes they don't. It. Um. I. I must have had it at some point. Like not from Cafe Piazza, but I must have had it at some point in my life because it sounds very familiar. Yes, it's delicious. So it's not orange chini. No, no. Because <laughs> I've been envisioning something sorbet flavored. Oh, really? Yeah. Orange chini. You guys got to try this. Oh, like orange limoncello. Or- yeah, exactly. That's what I've been thinking of. That's fair enough. Yes. Yeah. That plays. Uh, we might as well knock knock out the old paper dolls, too. Absolutely. We got four locations. Uh, U-City, Ballin, uh, Kirkwood, and De Pere. And if you're looking for some clothes for your lady. Check out Paper Dolls Boutique. They're incredible. They're online at paperdolls.boutique. They're always throwing stuff up on their Instagram. Proud sponsors of LGC. Paper Dolls Boutique. You're going to like the way you look. I need to go down there and get myself one of those aviator hats. I like those. They are nice. The STL ones. Oh, yeah. You could totally just make those. I could, but then, you know, that would be like someone taking my designs and stealing it. Exactly. So. You don't want to do that. I kind of like it, and I like the fact that they're the embroidered <laughs> patches on there as well. Yes. And I might get, like, a LHR one for London Heathrow. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Bam, uh, Pat's mom, is very adamant that their hats, there's a lot of knockoff STL hats out there. Theirs are specifically the ones that have the AV8 on the yeah, back. Yeah, well, you can tell because it's got the AV8 on the back, and, you know, I think that's good. It's totally. got the what? Aviate, so it's all of the, they basically just put three letters, so it's all the airport codes of wherever you are in uh, in the States. So uh, STL is is that. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that story. Oh, yeah, no, well, that's why it's, it's the airport codes for everything. So you what? get you get ODR for Chicago. Incredible. Yeah, there you go. I did not know that, and this actually sucks. Yeah, we never rated it. I was just thinking about oh, how yes. low I would rate it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, just because it's like a beer, and I, you know what? I'm not even going to be nice. Three point two. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask for a second. To be honest, I'm going That's why I put them back into the. Yeah, it's kind of like immediately. But I was also like, oh, kind of want another drink, and then it's. We don't really have no. any choices. Yeah, know. that's it. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.4, Okay, I yeah. think. Sam, what do you give the 4204 Main Street Brewery Salted Lime Kolsch? Uh, f- f- four, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It's okay. I like barely. Swung and missed on this one. That's okay. So now somebody has to suggest that we should mix them together, right? Oh, well, totally, yeah. 100%. I can't imagine why we wouldn't do that. And we'll do put that. it in this glass and then we'll, and then we'll taste drink it, it and see yeah. how that goes. Uh, just quickly on the Instagram. Um, now, I don't know if this person has a nickname, but you'll be able to tell me this. P. Boffling Grams. Oh, that's, uh, that's our friend Paul. Paul Bolfing. Paul Bolfing. He said, Peacemaker is great. Yeah. I would like to get there someday. I've heard nothing but incredible things. It's uh, Yeah, it's a good time. It's but very, very good food. Maybe I'll just go with just Colleen. So yeah, I wouldn't like, go with as a, a group that you're like, oh, you can pay for it. Uh, yeah, or try and get a client or a supplier to take you there. That's a great call. That's another good way to go and test the water. It's also how much do you like seafood? A big fan. Mm-hmm. My favorite fish. Do you guys all like fish? Oh, yeah. My favorite is uh, halibut. Okay. Nice. <clears throat> like a thick 
meaty. It's like a steak of fish, in my opinion. I'm a big fan of monkfish. Never had it. It's uh. I like to call it the chicken of the sea. I know people say that with the tuna, the tuna yeah. but it, this actually tastes like chicken. Well, no, it has the same texture as chicken. It's fish, obviously. But yeah, huh. give that a go. What's your favorite fish, Sam? I don't know. I'm not sophisticated. I just <laughs> like when people are like, hey, it's fish. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that. Nice. To me, fish, it's like, uh, it's just its own category of thing. Yeah. I just, with the whole. Um, you know, people not being able to eat stuff. I get really confused nowadays, like, if people are actually, you know, lactose intolerant or they just don't like cheese. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, oh, I can't eat that. Is it you can't or you... Like, you're very open about the fact that you will not eat a runny egg. Right, yeah. I yeah. will not eat lobster be lobster bisque. It's a difficult thing lobster to say. Lobster bisque, you don't like it, huh? I fucking hate that shit. You, do you like lobster? Uh, see, this is my thing. I don't hate it, but I'm also like, if I see lobster on the menu, I'm not like, gotta have it. Ah, uh, yeah, like, totally. If I see a steak with French fries, like, I'm like, I'm gonna get food envy if someone else has it and I don't. 100%. Whereas if someone else has lobster, I'm kind of like, yeah, cool it's lobster. great, it's, it, it tastes good, but it's not, you know, my, you know, I've gotta have it. Let's try to pour this together. Ooh. So we go down the nice. side. Okay. Oh, oh God. It's, it's working. It's working. Oh, okay. There's definitely more of yours in the mine. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Pour some in there. All right. Don't tell either of these companies that we're doing this to their beer. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that if we come up with some sort of super thing, you could maybe sell a double pack and call it the Let's Get Comfortable That's true. Brew Mix. <laughs> Part of the show. It smells like socks. Does it? <laughs> Give it a go. It's not bad together. In fact, I feel like I taste more of the lime now that it's mixed with that. The salty lime. I think we might have just, due to Sam Moore, created a new segment of the show. Mixing the drinks. Which is called, yeah. Mixed with Maul. Yes. Oh. Try that, Sam. Try it. I think it's pretty good. It's not, it's not bad. It's no worse than either one of those drinks on their own. Totally agree. What do you think? Yeah. I give it I give it a six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the worst. Well, it brought the uh the well being brewery. I down. appreciate the uh, the the bringing the non alcoholic. Total curveball. I was just I saw it and I just thought, you know what? These guys have been doing some great things around the city and I just thought they kinda need yeah, yeah, shout out to Wellbeing Brewing Co. Other in Maryland Heights, non-alcoholic beers, crushing it. I think yeah. it bears saying that that's definitely better than any other NA beer that I've had. Oh, totally. Yeah. So if you're gonna have one, that's the way to go. You might as well go for it. Yeah, and they have they have this one, and then they have another one as well. So they do have two beers that are in. One's this dark amber, and the other one, can't remember the name of it. Some sort of blonde, I think. I can only like name maybe three non-alcoholic beers. O'Doul's, St. Pauli Girl, and Bush N.A. Fair. What else you yeah, got? Right. I, I mean, like, you get the mainstream, you know, the mainstream ones, like Beck's is another German one that is a big name. That's non-alcoholic? No, they have Beck's non-alcoholic. It's oh, like okay. Beck's Blue, and it's just like, oh, okay, okay. but they've just taken out the beer. Right. Out the alcohol. <laughs> That'd be awful. 
straight I, alcohol. I wonder why the, there, there should be more options. <laughs> and well-being brewing companies trying to make it happen. Yeah, they're doing they're doing very well. So, um, what else have we got? You know, we were going to talk about briefly, like thirty seconds of Lou Fest and oh, the shit go. show. Yeah, uh, shit got completely fucked. It was canceled, but St. Louis rallied together and made things fucking awesome. That's basically what happened. Yeah, I mean, my my main thing is is like anyone that hasn't seen it yet, go and check out a day in St. Louis. It's um, a Facebook page, and they do videos of different people doing stuff around. But they shot throughout the weekend, and within two days had a... I think it's a seven-minute <coughs> video from the top of my head. Yeah. But it's seven minutes of exactly what went on, what was being put on through the city, the people behind it, the people performing. And it was awesome. I mean, like, and that, I think, just shows kind of what the city's capable of. Very well done. So, yeah, no, it, was, it was it was a fun... Uh, Fun couple of days. I mean, kind of a whirlwind of like Saturday, Sunday. By the end of Sunday night, I was like, I need to sit down. Yeah, totally. Like, I can't. I can't do this yeah. for you know that much longer. Like cool. because I've been running around the city and seeing all that stuff. But yes, uh, it was all good. Um, the Grandel, by the way, the Grandel put on one of the shows. Go down there on Sunday for brunch, and there's jazz playing. The food's incredible. Their Bloody Marys are good. Free plug, free plug. Where is it? It is. So if you go down Grand, and then you've got uh, the Fox on the left, mm -hmm. then you go, I think, one more block. So past KDHX, go one more block, and then take a left. It's a big old church there. Yes. And so then you a... go up the stairs to it, and in there, and it's got a big theater that holds, I think, 800 people. Wow. And then it's got a small jazz club in the front where the bar is. It's honestly, it's one of those like hidden gems of the city that it's like you don't realize is great until totally. you go there. I had never even heard of it until I saw like the video. Was mm -hmm. it the Bernie Sisters that were playing there? Bernie Sisters, Dracula, um, the River Kittens. Yeah. I mean, there was there were tons of people. Um, Scrub and Ace Hard were playing. Um Knuckles. I mean, like there were tons of people playing throughout the day. Wow. Um, but it's it's run by the Kranzberg Foundation. Huh. I think that's right. And they own the Zach building where Music Records shop is. And wow. They have and the Big Top. You know the Big Top on Wash Ave? No, you, I don't. There's a Big Top that they have there that's like 1,800 seater that Damn. they have touring shows come through. That's weird, by the way. Why what? is that thing permanent or what's? It's semi-permanent, so they don't. I have guess to, all tents I, are. Huh? I think that it's semi-permanent to avoid some form of tax. Oh. They do this a lot in like in bigger cities, where they put up a semi-permanent building and they take it down for a month or three months or whatever. But yeah, as far as I'm aware, they take it down for the winter. Huh. Um, but yeah, all right. And I don't know if that's a tax thing or just a weather thing or whatever, and they just own a big top. But it seems very cool. interesting. Never would have known. So anyway, yeah, it was a, it was a fun day. Do we have anything uh, on the questions email? You know what? I, I meant to ask you. Thank you for bringing that up. No, uh, no did you happen to read any of those for last week? The only one that we read was the love letter to Pat that I was asked to read in a British accent from South City Tone. From South City Tone, and then I saw him, and he was like, "This is fantastic. I love the fact that now my." Letters are being read by a British accent. Perfect. So. Um, I don't know if we ever got to this one, so I'm going to read it again. Uh, Justin Langan, uh, he's in the Navy. Uh -huh. Shout out. Thank you for your service. Wonderful fan of the show. He says, LGC Jans, quick question for you. Do you have a certain side of the bed you and your significant other always sleep on? 
And if you do at home, do you also during travel, i.e. closest door to the hotel, yada, yada, yada. Just trying to figure out if it is by chance, convenience, or just habit pattern for people. I always assumed most people had set sides, at least at home, but recently found out some friends don't have their set side of the bed at all. No way. They're lunatics. I don't They're murderers. It. Murderers and lunatics. Can you imagine getting into just randomly picking a side? No. Every night? No. Well, first off, thank you for the two. Thanks for the question, question, Justin. Appreciate but, it. Okay, here's my thing. I genuinely... I didn't know about this whole, like, the side of the bed closest to the door is a protection thing, but I completely did it by, like, it was just always closest to the door. But also, in most hotel rooms, closest to the door is also closest to the bathroom. Yeah, totally. So maybe I was being selfish and not chivalrous. That's a good point. I don't know. I, I'm, like, if you're staring at the bed, I'm on the left side. Just always, no matter what. Always, no matter where. That's fair. Even if... Like, what about the, if you sleep on your own in a massive bed? Oh, I totally just just sprawl out. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I think I still like keep my keys and phone, and everything on the nightstand on that side. But yeah, I definitely pr- sprawl out. No doubt about it. <clears throat> no, I don't have a significant other, but I think I would get into a routine, and then I think when you're used to sleeping every single night with one person. You would get used to whichever bed you're in. Like that person's always on my left hand side or my right hand side. Yeah, yeah. There's no way that that there's any substantial number of couples out there that don't have a, a set, set side. side. Yeah, that's I don't wild. Believe it. Justin, if you hear this podcast, email us again. Give us some clarification yeah, on that. I need pictures and documentation. <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> uh, here's another thing. Here's a question for you. Yeah. What do we I got, recent- Sam? Like maybe five more minutes. Sure. I recently found out uh, that people, and I'm pretty sure when I say people, I mean lunatics, murderers, brush their teeth with hot water. What? Yep. That is insane. So then I started asking people, do you brush your teeth with hot water or cold water? And people say, whatever comes out the faucet. And I'm like, whoa, hold on. (laughs) I'm like, is, is it okay? So then I realized, okay, fair enough. People just turn the tap on, whatever it is, yeah. And it takes a while for the hot water to come through, and maybe they just dab. I'm a leave the tap running. I don't care about the environment. Sure, sure. I have a set amount of money that I'm paying for my water, so it doesn't matter. Let's leave all the taps on all the time. Yes. But I was like, okay, so if someone had just been done washing their face and it's hot water, and you put hot water on you, would that affect you? And they were like, no. That is pure insanity. Now, hold on, Sam. No, that's insane. Cool, yeah, right. Yeah. We're all on the same page here. But then the argument was that someone that did do it went, well, you wash your clothes in hot water. You wash your car in hot water. Why wouldn't you wash your teeth in hot water? That's, that's a dumb fucking... Is it dumb, though? Terrible that's a, that is dumb. I'm never changing the ways I'm always going to have cold water. Always. But is it a dumb argument? I think so. Yeah. Because it it's is. in your mouth. I know, but you wash, you'd wash your face with hot water. Yeah. Why not wash your face with cold water? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'm not arguing their point, by the way. I'm just oh, kind totally. of like, I, I'm actually fascinated by it. Because I was like, you're, you're psychopaths. Yeah. I actually, and this is, this is totally true. I totally do this because I had heard that at the end of your shower or washing your face or whatever, you should turn it to cold for like, 
the last 10 seconds uh -huh. because it closes up your pores and you're not like, you know, you, you, you're... You won't get the black death or scurvy. Well, you don't, you're not so susceptible to having dry skin that way. Oh, okay. So if I wash my face, I do hot water and then at the end I splash cold water on it. Same with the shower. It sucks at first when you first start doing that, but then when you get used to it, you're like, oh man, I can't wait for this last five seconds of cold. Ah! Yeah. And then you get out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not into that. I'm a comfort guy. Well, totally. I, I have I, a theory about the toothpaste and the hot water. Bring it. Here's my theory. With all of those other things, it's soap and detergent, and there's a chemical reaction happening that I think hot water is a part of, and I don't think that's true with toothpaste. Totally. I kind of agree with, with I don't that. think toothpaste needs warm water to be able to work. Yes. And detergent does, kind of. Yeah. It's I made that up, shower. but it sounds pretty real. It sounds, I mean, it sounds legit. Absolutely. I'm on board with it. Yeah. Anyway, you're a psychopath if you... Uh, if you don't sleep on the same side of the bed. Don't sleep on the same side of the bed. And then, I mean, you, you should just be in prison if you don't sleep on the same side of the bed every night and then you brush your teeth with hot water. Just absolutely, you know, punched right in the face. Punched in the throat. Yeah. It's been a good show. <laughs> thought it was good. On that delightful note. Thought it was good. <laughs> um, Pat will be back next week, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and we will be crushing it. Um, for my co-host, Beebs. My co-host, Jimmy B. And for their main man, Sam Mall, here at Shock City Studios. We will catch you guys next week. Check us out on iTunes, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, or wherever your finer podcasts are distributed. Spotify, iTunes. Yeah. Stay comfy. Stay fucked.